o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Why not get a little kiss? Gus! Oh, Major! I did! Nicholas, the senior, with two seconds. Here it goes for the win! Nicholas has done it! Maryland on to the second round and a most heroic finish! We hope to hear more calls like that today, tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday, and the entirety of the NCAA tournament. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Thursday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, an early break on this St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, we got to rev it up. St. Patrick's Day, green beers, Guinness flowing, wherever you go. Hopefully join us at Buffalo Wings Rings. If you don't, help have it at your house, wherever you go to. Did you drink green beer? Oh, yeah. I drink green beer. (laughs) Do you? Harrison, you drink green beer? I don't either. It's it it it's just died. I know. It's just There's died. no different flavor to green beer. No, I know. It's like you're drinking a Bud Light. I'm not totally it's opposed just... to it. In, uh, definitely on St. Patrick's Day, I'm not opposed to it. Well, you should. Well, I don't. I don't have it any other day besides St. It's not like <laughs> it's, not, it's not like I sit in my house on May second. Yeah. Just let's put some just middle of summer. I'm sitting on my deck. I'm gonna put some green some... dye in my beer. No, it's for today only. <laughs> And if you do, and if you do put green dye in your beer any day but today, I'd like to know why. <laughs> put some blue dye in there. Like for you to have, like for you to have a red beer, that's red because there's tomato in it. There's no dye in it. The green dye is put in it by yourself. Yeah. This. I mean, I think I think people should have fun today at Buffalo Wings and Rings. Yes. I was in there yesterday. Um, you were. Yeah. I mean, Alex a little. Went, Precursor to today? Or yeah, what? I kind of was yeah, feeling say, it out a little bit. Feel it out. Okay, where am I going to sit tomorrow? I got to find out what the perfect spot is here. It was a, it was a decent crowd. It was, yeah, it was good. I was I was in there too when Nebraska's women played Michigan in the Big Ten tournament. There were a lot of Nebraska fans in there, so I would expect that Buffalo Wings and Rings will do really well tomorrow when Nebraska plays in the afternoon. Yeah, I think it'll be good. I think yeah, I expect today's always full. The first day with the ping pong balls tomorrow, like you said, with with Nebraska playing at three thirty in the uh, is it three thirty? It's either three thirty or two thirty. Jake, get that, get that okay, time get that right because there's going to be a lot of people there. I thought it was two thirty tomorrow. Just get that right. Let's get it right. Get it figured out right. They now. play Nebraska plays Gonzaga in a tough first round game. Okay, you are correct. Yeah, I've, I've been two thirty, two thirty tomorrow, two thirty p.m. Thank you for the correction. That's in Louisville, Kentucky, at the KFC Yum Center. Yes, they'll 2:30. be two thirty. Yeah, sports bars all over town will benefit from that. Yeah, people I, are going to yeah. be interested. People, in that will be, yeah, in the games at Wings Rings, will certainly have the tournament on, and they'll also have that game on for for the women's tournament. There's a too. lot of there'll be a lot of like over. I mean, there's a lot of two ter- tournaments going on at one time. There's a lot of information overload. You got to sort of prepare yourself for that. The the playing yeah. games are kind of quiet in a way, although 
because they're just so, you know, early in the week, it's a precursor. Um, but it felt it felt pretty big last night. It was, it was. So you're watching Rutgers Notre Dame. Rutgers all loses. of it. I watched it from start to finish. It was double overtime. Rutgers loses in double overtime, eighty nine, eighty seven. Yeah. Did was, Did you think? Okay, let me ask you this. It was a heartbreak. So this game's in Dayton last night. Yes, in, in, Dayton. in the first four. What 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 was the crowd like? Was it pretty full? Uh, I'm curious about. It was like, good. It was an excellent crowd. I'm curious yeah, about full. like fan. You know, if fans go to these games, because think about that. If you mm-hmm. if if you're Rutgers, if you if, if let's say Nebraska's in the first four, okay, mm-hmm. let's play this out. Nebraska's in the first four, okay, play Notre Dame, and but you but you're playing in Dayton, yeah. So they play the next round. Let's see where would they play. I look it up. I yeah. think they go to San Diego. Let me make sure. Yeah, okay. If that's okay, so that'd be Alabama versus Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. I'm getting this pulled up for tomorrow. So that game is. It's in San Diego. Yeah. How do you plan it out? I mean, if you're mm-hmm. – because because we talk about you want to be at this iconic moment for Nebraska basketball. And, mm-hmm. and again, it, per the records, it will count as their first win if it's in the playing game. Mm-hmm. So a part of you would want to experience that, but are you going to book from, a plane ticket to Dayton and then book right. one to San no, Diego and book places? Yeah, I don't know what you do. I don't know what – but this t- thing – yeah, I don't know what you, you do know, as a fan. this fan base will show up for them right. in the dance. They'll yeah. be there. yeah. Well, to answer your first question, okay. the more I crowd. think about it, oh yeah, it was a good. It was a great crowd. It was a loud crowd. There's a lot of Rutgers there, and there's a lot of Notre Dame there. It was good. It was excellent. Um, I know they were playing in San Diego because Avery Johnson okay. was on the call, and he kept saying, "I got to, we got to get to San Diego." And, you know, it was a double overtime game. We got to make our flight. Oh, that oh. sort of thing. Yeah, for flight reasons. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Well, it's, it's tough. It's tough for the teams too. I mean, think of Notre Dame playing a double overtime game. Now you got to go to San Diego to play next. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Um, it was good. I mean, I I felt for Rutgers. Remember, they have all those. They have that as a veteran team. Guys like and Geo Baker was great in that game. By the way, great down the stretch. Um, made huge shots down the stretch for Rutgers. Um, but I mean, you knew early in that game it was going to be a back and forth game. I'm, I'm, it. it those teams are the essence of evenly matched. Now, Rutgers again. The, the the shocking thing to me was Rutgers didn't play very well defensively. Yeah, that's that's a good point. They have typically have been good defense with Steve Peichel. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, Notre Dame's not bad. I mean, I, they only gave up 69 points going to overtime, right. so it's not that bad a defense. The fact mm. they played double overtime to get to 89, right. that's, that's, true. that's acceptable. That's true. They played a little better defense in the second half. But I, but P- Peichel said, when you know, when they interview him during the game, he said, this is not what we're used to. Okay. Um, you know, I didn't. we didn't want this to be a back-and-forth scoring match, which, Jake, it was pretty much. The teams were really strong offensively. I don't know what to make of Notre Dame. They're I don't know why they barely squeaked in the tournament. They 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 look really good offensively to me. Not wildly talented. They're not. They're not wildly. Yeah, talented. I mean they, they've had some really good teams in the past. Yeah, they're not with, with like Pat Connaughton on that yeah. team. They, I mean they've had some other some other really good players, but they they don't seem like a team that's going to make a run. Right? I don't. They, think they'll play so. Alabama tomorrow. Yeah, I don't. I just thought they were interesting because Paul Atkins. Well, they're interesting for Paul Atkinson. Yeah, yeah, Paul Atkinson. Is a Yale transfer, and I just kept thinking, man, there's guys that good. He had, there's that, there, there's guys that good in the Ivy League. He's good. He's a, tra- just, I think he's, you know, he's a, just took advantage of the one time transfer. Yeah. 
and he was excellent last night. They didn't really do a good job against him at all. He's 13 for 15 from the field. And Omarai, Omarai, Omarai? Omarui. Yeah, Rutgers Omarui. big is yeah. a good big. He is good. They attacked him. He had 15 points last night, 7-9 shooting. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I think they're all dunks, by the way. Oh, is that right? <laughs> well, he leads the nation in dunks. Does he? Oh, well, that's a good stat. Yeah, there you he go. He leads nice. the nation in dunks. He's, he was incredible that way last night. I, I literally think all seven of his makes were dunks. Well, it's a good way to do it. High high percentage. So that yeah, it was good last shots night for Cliff. Yeah, it was good. It was good TV last night. Um, I was I was really impressed with everything. The broadcast it kind of got me going into the tournament. Um, Wright State, by the way, beat Bryant uh, in the other play. Yes, uh, Wright State coached by Scott Nagy, the former South Dakota State head coach there. Okay, uh, and I think Bryant was thought to win that game because they had Peter Kiss, who's a very high scoring player. Also, yeah. also is a lot of flair to him. So okay, but yeah, right. Right, state's going to play Arizona. Yeah, right. State gets its first ever NCAA tournament win. That's Wright right. State. Way to go, right? State. Yeah, we're trying to join you sometime soon here at Nebraska. Maybe Scott Not Nagy is the key. We got to get Scott Nagy to be the head coach. I don't know, but right. man, I mean, I know what you're saying in the first segment. If you're in those like eight nine games, seed close seeded games, they're tough. They're tough. It was intense. I I don't watch a ton of non-Nebraska-related college basketball. I, I'd say not a ton of non-Big Ten-related, okay. but that game last night was thoroughly entertaining. Well, it was a Big Ten team, too. Yeah. <laughs> it was Rutgers, yeah, to be fair. Yeah, so it yeah, was yeah, Big yeah, Ten basketball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it was it was excellent. I do I do feel kind of bad for Rutgers because a lot of those guys are are veteran players. And that's it. That's it for that's it for Geo Baker. Yeah, no he's done. He's I don't gone. know. Is Harper? I think Harper. I has, Harper can come back. Is I Harper think. still got eligibility left. Yeah, okay, eligibility. I know it's hard. because it's, it's hard, hard with COVID. And all you know, stuff. Garrett Nelson was on. I'm not going to go down a rabbit hole, but I'm just going to illustrate how how hard it is um, to keep track of guys' eligibility. Garrett Nelson was on busting with the boys, and they asked him how many years left. He goes, "You know what? I don't even know. Garrett, I, two or three. He didn't know." Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think that's uncommon. No, I think no. guys seriously say, I, I, I've been told this, I've been told that. I don't know for sure what I have or no. what I don't have. No, I've noticed it with the riders. We, we just, I just start referring to them as veteran players or younger players because I don't. it's hard to know sometimes how, many, how much eligibility guys got left. Right. But anyway, there you go. Today... I don't know where it ranks in the sports world, but yeah, I, I want to ask you guys four six four five six eight five call or text as always. So this 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 is always up there. If it's not the best, it's it's up there with the best. I'm I'm curious for fans out there. Do you view today and tomorrow as the best sports days of the calendar year? Okay, I mean, how many this. The only time I think of, of of a bar being full across town, mm-hmm. and this is not even you know referring to St. Patrick's Day. I'm talking about the tournament. Mm-hmm. Sports bars across the country are going to be packed today. Now they are packed also for the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. but that's an event that starts at like five thirty. This is an all day affair. You're talking about games at eleven yeah. ten that that start eleven fifteen, I guess, and then all the way to the final game starting at nine p.m. tonight. This is a full day, yeah. and then tomorrow's the same way. I- I've always thought this is the best, yeah, the best sports day of the calendar year. Would some people say that the Sweet Sixteen round is is the best? I don't think so, and this and this is why. The reason why these rounds are the best is because there's more of a chance of upsets. Right. Sweet Sixteen, 
there might be a Cinderella, but they're likely going to lose. I don't want to overthink this. I mean, I think there's a there's definitely a danger now. What? Come on, what day are we talking about that would be better? I, well, I, I think, like I said, it might be the Super Bowl. It can't be. Super Bowl's really good. It's different, though, right? It's a lot different kind of day. There's one game. You're getting up for one game. I like it. I do. I have come to really enjoy Super Bowl Sunday. But it's just, it's just a much different feel than this. Right. This, I mean, like you'll, I don't know, you're younger and you're you're more normal sort of person than me. Normal. There, there's a lot of, there's a lot me? of, like it, today there'll be a lot coming at you today and tomorrow. Just a lot of, inf- especially with the women's tournament going on too. Like you got, I, I have a little trouble yesterday when I was at Buffalo Wings and Rings. There was a lot of like pre-tournament shows on, and I was like, "Are they talking about the women? Or are they talking about the men? Which are they talking about the the Gonzaga men over there? Or are they talking about the Gonzaga?" <laughs> yeah, women? I know they're both. I, in. Yeah, because they're both in. So there's a lot coming at you. Um, in that that part of it's, I think it's good, but you got to be careful with it. It'll be fun today. I, I really don't. I'm think- surprised by the way you're not interested in Colorado State, Michigan. Well, that tips things I, off. I am. Well, of course, but yeah, it tips I'm, things off. I'm intrigued because it begins the dance. But this is the this is the weird thing with that game is that you know usually the mid major team, which Colorado State is, right. is the underdog. I think they're, and, and they're, they're, they're not. Yeah, I don't know. I, I have not seen the line for that game. I don't know what the spread is right now. As all I know is that they're the sixth seed and Michigan's the eleventh seed. Right. So it's <laughs> it's more fun to watch that game when CSU is the eleventh seed when you can root for the upset. Like they're supposed to win by the seed, so yeah, that's why it's not as intriguing to me as it might be if it was the other way around. Michigan's the six, CSU's the eleven. I'm looking at Juwan Howard on this, and and I'm thinking about Hunter Dickinson, and I know that I would how I would be looking at. It. I got to get all I can out of having a center that good. Do you, or it's possible that I overvalue Dickinson a little bit. No, I. I no, I think he's really good. It's a seven-footer that's got skill. Think about if he was here and what we'd be saying. I always do this. If if Nebraska had Hunter Dickinson, think how much – I mean, I would be really excited as a as a journalist, as a fan. I think about this, Sip. That's true. Like, Nebraska has had in the last few years, they have had a couple of 6'11", seven-footers. Oh, we got excited about you know Oleg Koyanets is a tall guy or, or mm-hmm. Jacob Hammond. Back from Oklahoma, seven footer, yeah. or Sergey Vucetic, seven mm-hmm. seven footer. Yeah, Guys out. that were never going to see the floor. They, they were awkward. They were thin. They didn't work out. Like you, you can you can get those guys, but are they any good? Dickinson good. is smooth. Yeah, he's good. He's a good rebounder. He can shoot the ball. Like yeah, yeah. Imagine yeah. I imagine having that. and I like the look. If of I'm that. Howard, I want to make a deep run with Dickinson because you're not always going to have that guy, as we know. It's a little bit oversimplification. I well. What I would say about Howard is he hasn't had a good coaching year. That's not – that's a pretty good Michigan team that I think is underachieved. Now, again, point, I think they have – they're not as good at point guards as they usually are. Um, I, I mean, I watched them against Nebraska, and Nebraska had a great chance to win that game in Ann Arbor. Not the first time around. But in Ann Arbor, yeah, in Lincoln it was bad. Well, and it, on the it, road it was good. It was good, chance. but Dick, yeah, Dickinson took over the game in the second right. half. Right. So that's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to say is you. If you have a guy like that, you got to get a lot out of him. It's the same with. It's the same with Coburn at Illinois. Those guys yeah, don't, don't come waste down the, the pipe. Don't waste, yeah, those, don't waste guys. those guys. Don't waste them. In in 
Well, think about last year. Uh, Illinois was a one seed the dance, and they won their first game. Then they lost. Out, they yeah. lost to Loyola Chicago in the round of thirty-two. Right. They make the Sweet Sixteen. I know that. So I think they're. I w- I don't know that there's pressure on Underwood. I'm not saying that. I know this though. If I were Underwood, I would feel pressure to get this. This is a good team. It's a four seed. You have the big man. You have your. You have Curbelo back. Um, you have Frazier. You have a good team. You yeah. gotta. You gotta. These teams don't all don't come along all the time. So I would feel personal pressure to go very deep in this tournament. I don't think he's feeling pressure from the fan base. Person, you think just himself? I would feel pressure. Well, think about Howard. I mean, this personal pressure, the fact that you missed the last five games of the season because of your spat with Wisconsin that also. Too. The that fact too. that you you slapped a Wisconsin oh, coach I, on the face. Oh, I'd feel. Got in the face of Greg Gard also. Yeah. I, I know if I were Howard, I'd be feeling pressure. Again, not like, like not necessarily from the fan base, but just internal pressure. When you have a good team, there's internal pressure because you got to get all, you got to get all you can out of it because because you, you don't know if you're going to get that back anytime soon. Right. That's all. That's what I'm. Well, I I, that, I mean, think about Nebraska in this for one second because the the year that you know they had Copeland, they had all those guys Watson, Copeland. Uh, Palmer and Roby. You, you it's a beat, great team. I mean, you beat Creighton by a million here at right. PBA, mm-hmm. and then the you know that's supposed to be a tournament team. They were ranked at one point that season. I know. Then they got and ba- then they the, drew Baylor. But no, no, I'm talking about that. That was that was earlier. Okay, I'm talking about the, when they did make the dance. Okay, when they had because that was that was Petaway and Pitchford. Oh yeah, and, my bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah. And Siobhan Shields right. back my, at that yeah, point. Yes, my bad. So that this, was a pretty good team. This time, yeah, I'm ta- when when it was when it was Palmer, Roby, and Copeland, and Watson. I that was. That was that 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 I might have that been a better, better team. I thought that was a better team. But then you have the injury to to Copeland, Copeland that loses, you know, but they still had three good players. Yeah. The Copeland injury was critical though. They did though. They But you had That's the, why I didn't cut Tim all that much slack that yeah. year because they still were good. You you still had three Copeland really wasn't good their players. best player. No, but he he was uh you know, he's a glue guy for the team. He was good. He was really good. He was good. important. He was but, really good. But good teams God, have good. injuries, and you overcome them. And they let that cripple them. I know. They, that ended their season. No, and I thought, I mean, going back to that, I mean, I was hard on Tim because I thought that team was good, and I thought he had to get much more out of it. That's why I was That's why I was pretty critical of him. Remember, oh, they after deserved- they, lost, they lost like 9 of 11 games Yeah, oh, they, the they sucked on the stretch. Right. Yeah, they just... He knew that they deserved criticism. Like the Copeland injury, you cannot explain that away for how poorly that season ended. I get no, maybe a couple can't. games right no. away when you're trying to get it going, but that was a good enough team mm-hmm. that they should have been able to overcome that injury. That's what I'm talking about. And they did. Now like there said, was external, there was season. external pressure on Tim. Um, there in that in that case there was because he was deep in his tenure and he needed to make the dance. But I'm I just think sometimes. Those coaches probably feel more internal pressure than external pressure. I, I know I would. On a team like that's a great example. Yep. If I were Tim, hell with Sipple, hell with Chattel. I don't care what those guys think. I'm feeling pressure because I know these guys are good and we need to we need to take advantage. It's hard to get this group of guys together or yeah. to, to play yeah, have this kind it. of guys in the team, and they had it. This, they had they, it. That's why Nebraska was a good team, and they yeah. just they, one injury killed them. Yeah. Shouldn't have. All right, so I'm asking you guys four six four five six eight five. Is it obvious that these this today and tomorrow are, are the best sports days of the year? Or are there other contenders? Yeah, what is it? Let's get a call from Mike to see if he agrees. Mike, you're on early break. Go ahead, man. 
Hey, how are you guys? Yeah, Good. there's no doubt this whole weekend, in my mind, is the best. You have a week-long build-up. They announce the brackets Sunday night. So you have almost a week to build up to it. Um, you have upsets, and I think for the casual fan, um, you know, they watch eight hours for four days, and then by the time the Sweet 16 comes around, they've kind of OD'd on basketball. <laughs> There's a little bit of a that, of the yeah. Audience. yeah. But just to prove what an old guy I am, nothing will ever beat, and I think Steve will probably verify this, the old bowl system before they had the playoffs. <laughs> Back in the day, every major bowl game was on January 1st. Mm -hmm. So you got it all day long and all the, you know, so this was for the national title. Like, for instance, Nebraska's first national title in 70. Mm -hmm. First bowl game, Cotton Bowl. Texas gets beat. Wow. Texas, wow. We got a shot here. Then the afternoon, um, Ohio State got beat in the Rose Bowl. Mm -hmm. Suddenly we're playing for the national championship. That's right. And you had a lot of that drama all day long. And and I, I don't think anything ever topped that. That was the best, watching all those games. Thanks a lot. Thanks, okay. Mike. Yeah, different. But and I don't now. I don't remember 1970. I was four. <laughs> Come but on, I, dig deep. No, dig I can't. Deep. I can't. But I they, yeah. I can pick a bowl day. You can't really do that now, right? Cause no, the no. Uh, systems all changed. Yeah, right? I mean the New Year's Six stuff is good, but it's not. It doesn't match up with this, mm -mm. right? No. Now hold on. The one thing I'd say, I did thoroughly enjoy the college football playoff the, the day where they play the well, two semifinals you can enjoy it and realize there's only two games though i know and i, I know it's really it was really enjoyable though to yeah me. but the i mean that, the same, there's though. no where you, there's no comparison no. because today you're gonna have well you're, you're gonna have predictable upsets you're gonna have teams that maybe were upset bound that didn't get upset you're gonna have the the giants show themselves that they're players to watch out for i mean there's there are so many storylines that happened today they can carry, you know, it, compared to the championship or the semifinal games of the of the playoff. There's there's two stories there. You got you've got a bunch of stories today, right? Sixteen now, of them, right? So now hold on, I I, I don't want to give into the notion that it's not comparable. Where you say it's this this today is is so much better than the college football final four that it's not comparable i don't know i don't want to say that necessarily i'm not signing off on that it's just it's different this is frenetic this is really today is really frenetic is fun yeah today is really frenetic i mean it's crazy you you'll you probably don't think about it while you're at buffalo wings and rings but there'll be so much going on in your brain and the college football playoffs much different than that it's a little quieter um you know, people aren't flocking to sports bars. They're probably watching more in their house sure. during the winter. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know this. I I did enjoy those two games, Alabama, Cincinnati, Michigan, Georgia, even though they weren't great games. Yeah. I but it was more of a fascination with me. It wasn't an excitement. Right. It was a fascination. It, 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 like you said, the, the frenetic nature of today and tomorrow are, are what makes this so exciting. Now, people have mentioned on the, on the text line that the NFL wildcard weekend is one of the best. Well, you're yeah. still, and I love the NFL. You know, you know, I love NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's up there in contention. But it's the fact there's 16 games today and 16 tomorrow. You don't get that many games in the NFL, and some oh, of those no. games aren't great. Most of them usually are. But I, I'm yeah, with you. This is the best. I just hands don't. Down. Yeah, I just don't think. I think you're overthinking if you try to. 
put something above this. Well, it's yeah, I, yeah, and it's the fact that, like you said, you know, you and I, I'm guilty that we, I guess I'll, I'm honest that you and I mostly watch Nebraska or Big Ten basketball. Yeah, it, the the average basketball fan, even if you don't like basketball, they they enjoy the action because it's just constant it's real constant. life drama. Oh yeah, and I got to tell you, I did enjoy just seeing. <laughs> this sounds odd. Unfortunately, we're in this kind of. Fortunately or unfortunately, depending on your outlook, we cover Nebraska so hard yep. that I'm not really afforded an opportunity to pay close attention to Notre Dame. But there, but there you go. Notre Dame's playing, and there's Mike Bray, who I don't, who I'm aware of Mike Bray, but I'm like, oh yeah, he's still their coach. It. Yeah, exactly. He's oh, still he's their still coach. There. He's 62. He's 62 years old. Um, That's the proper reaction, you know. He, wow, he's still there. He's still there. We don't watch Notre Dame. I don't. I don't pay attention to Notre Dame basketball. Exactly. But there they are. It's yep. kind of what you'd expect. It there's some things that are that are, you know, Notre Dame is about what you'd expect. They got a bunch of smart guys, not overly athletic. Right. They got good shooters. It's kind of like what you'd expect Notre Dame to be all the time. And there's Mike Bray again. <laughs> and Bray's there. fascinating. I mean, Bray was interesting. He, I think he's at his career a point of point of his career where he's very comfortable he's probably financially set yeah and that game was 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 difficult and rigorous and he was just having fun the guy was just having fun smile on his face going into both overtimes like come on guys just enjoy this this is great his job's not on the line he's not coaching for another job you know what i'm he's saying for a long time yeah you know bray had a great attitude about it he's, he's just like one of his messages it went in a, in a late timeout when it was when it was nail biting time it was guys look 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 what's going on right now it's sixty nine sixty nine we're in the tournament there's a minute to go just enjoy it yep that's crazy just enjoy it yeah that's what he told his guys in the huddle that's it's, that's uh look what look what's going on right now there yeah good coaching yeah he's a he's a he you could tell he was just enjoying it Pikeel was a little different you know you could tell that the pressure was he felt pressure. I don't know why. He's not under any job pressure. He's done a great job at Rutgers. Think about Oh, Rutgers. yeah. No, uh, Pykele is safe as could be. You know, think, yeah, think about what he's done there. I mean, I know they were just in the play-in, but that's two straight years in the tournament. Right, they lost yeah. to Houston last year. Last, I mean, they had a shot to tie it. Right. La- that was a great game, by yeah. the way. I remember watching that. It was a great yeah, game. Yeah. The, the Harper Jr. missed a three-pointer to tie it at the buzzer. Um, But, yeah, Rutgers is I, – I, I step back and think about what Pykele's done there. It's really amazing. It is. They were terrible. Oh, I know. That's why – They were the dregs of the Big Ten, dregs of college basketball. And now you look at them, they're – I mean, that's a good team. That's why I Probably say – that, That's a team. Again, I, I, that's why I always talk about Pykele. I, I, I know. won't stop talking yeah. about him. No, he's it's done a great job. It's not always the sexiest look, you know, the way they play basketball. But, gosh, they win, man. And I know they didn't win last night, but they are right there. No, they're in it. Let's get a quick call from Dave. Dave, you're on early break. Go ahead. Hey, uh, Steve, that was a good game last night. It was. Uh, it was. Hey, uh, I'm the Big Ten a while ago, I broadcast, I don't remember who it was, but I, I'm going to agree with him. I think they should retire Geo Baker and Ron Harper's number, and I think uh, okay. McConnell and McKay, I think they should retire those guys' numbers. Okay. Like he said. Yeah, okay. Because, you know, they built the program. But, you know, uh, Steve and Jake, Ten coaches got fired that had a better record than Fred Hoiberg. Oh Think about that. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Xavier just fired their coach who didn't make the tournament for four years, and I think his record was 77-50. and 50. But, you know, Murray State a few years ago, 
They got lost Jay Morant yep. and three other seniors, and they're back in the tournament. They're back. It's yeah. a seventh seed. Yeah. yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Take my yeah. call. Yeah, Murray State's a yeah, – they're not a 12. They're a seven, Sip. Well. They didn't sneak in. They they got in handily. Like, they won their conference tournament, and but they were going to be in probably as a, as a at-large regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh, – yeah, I can't, Jake. I think it, it, this is an inc- it's an incredible day. And here's a, here's what I here's what I'd say to end it. This is the tournament that elicits more chills than anything. Yes, I didn't get them yes. last night. I didn't get them last night for some reason. It's, I got them only two games. Yeah, I got them during the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, you got you got four games on. Yeah, at you're one gonna point. get oh, chills. It's beautiful. Yeah, you're gonna get chills at probably seven or eight times in the next couple weeks. I look forward to the chills. Yeah. Let's talk about the tourney and who to take and who not to take with Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports next on Early Break on the Ticket.